He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. A man that needs no introduction, no matter what corner of the earth we're talking about, but particularly right here in the 515 Waiting on his people to get us connected. I think they're ready. Yes. All right, Corey. I have Andy for you. I'm sorry, Emma, but uh, Corey couldn't come to the phone right now. They got Jesse the body here. Ready to talk. Andy Hall there. Oh, you want to play Dueling Jesse's today, do you? Oh, is that you think you've got the better body? Listen to me. When Gorilla Monsoon (laughs) and I called WrestleMania the very first... He knew the difference between the host and the co-host. I hope you know the same, mister. <laughs> How are you, pal? I'm good, brother. How you doing, man? It's great to hear your voice again. Yeah, man, you too. How's everything? Uh, you know, it's been an interesting week thus far here in the state of Iowa. Not that 2020 needed the help, but uh, I don't know if you heard, but we got pretty uh, demolished here. What did? We, uh, we had a pretty big storm blow through the state and demolished a lot of stuff. You're kidding. No, man. No, I didn't read that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty potent, dude. We're talking like 80 to 100-mile-hour winds. Jesus Christ. What, it was like, like, like tornado stuff? I mean, what the hell? It dude? was the strongest storm we've had non-tornadic in the history of the state, I think. That's, Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> oh digging, we're digging out from under that, but other than that, man, we're as good as 2020 could possibly ask. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I mean, is everybody okay? I mean... Hopefully it wasn't too bad. Jesus. No, it, it appears as though, yes. I mean, there's a lot of down power lines and things like that. Um, right. People are dealing with no power for a few days here. A lot of trees lost. but Well, let's hope that's all that was lost. Yes. All right. So far, I'm not okay. hearing anything about lives, so that's good. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. On a much lighter note, Corey, we're looking forward to October 2nd, my friend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, I'm uh, pretty stoked. I mean, you, you've, you've heard it. I have. You were kind enough to send me the album a couple of months ago. CMFT, your debut album as a solo artist. Right away, I kind of said to myself, perfect. I've been referring to you as Corey Mother F and Taylor for years. Exactly. And, and people, I keep telling you, know, the great thing is, is watching those React videos uh, for people on the on the video and watching them try to figure out what CMFT means. And, and it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, seriously, you can't put, you can't put this together. Really? I, <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, there was, I think there was a graphic in Judas Priest font that I made for you quite a while back. That proves that I've been calling you Corey mother F and Taylor for a while. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, that's, that's been, you know, that's been, you know, at least one of my nicknames for God knows how long. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the desire to record and release a solo album is one I know you've had in the back of your head, but up to now you had typically been in the midst of either a Slipknot or a Stone Sour record and a touring cycle. Ironically, it appears as if COVID-19 gave you the breather necessary to get it done. Is that the case? Well, kind of. I mean, I was planning to, I was planning to go in and record this uh, in uh, January and February anyway. So I just kind of moved up my plans, you know, seeing as I had a lot of time off on my hands. I really wasn't sure what to do. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was planning to, I mean, the, the plan was for me to go in and do this next year anyway. Uh, and then when COVID happened, I just basically moved everything up. I, I called uh, everybody in the, the, the solo band and I said, let's, uh, you know, let's do this, you know, let's social distance, let's quarantine, uh, let's do it right, um, but, and let's do it smart. But if we can make this happen, then let's, you know, let's try and get in and do this sooner rather than, you know, the rest of history. 13 songs on the album. From what I gather, the genesis of some of them go back quite a ways, and then others were more recent compositions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of this goes almost all the way back. Well, some of it, you know, one of them goes back to when I was going to Lincoln High School. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I found the, uh, the two verses uh, that I actually used in Highway 666. Two of the verses I found in a notebook from my 10th grade English class. And I, was, I found it at my grandma's house, and I was just flipping through, and I went, oh, dude, I remember these. And basically just kind of, for some reason, they stuck in my head. And when the time came to start kind of putting this stuff together for the album, I went, dude, I should totally finish that song from when I was in 10th grade. And lo and behold, it became the opener, man. I was like, this would be a great opener for the album. And almost subliminally kind of, you know, take people all the way back to the very beginning, man, you know? You were kind enough to share the record with me, as you alluded to a bit ago, and right from the jump got a strong sense that the versatility we've come to know you for between Slipknot and Stone Sour doesn't even scratch the surface of your capabilities. The album as a whole is a great representation of who you are, not only as an artist, but as a music fan yourself. Right, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wanted this to be, if I was going to do something like a solo album, I, A, I didn't want it to have any kind of feel like either band, uh, because that would defeat the purpose. And B, I wanted to really start people off walking them through, you know, what feels like, you know, my influences, basically. You know, because you know me, and, and you know all the stuff that I've listened to, and whether it was you know, doing, you know, this is kind of like, this kind of started with like doing the cover shows, like the New Year's Eve shows yep. for DMFX and like doing, you know, stuff like that. Those are, that's the stuff that I just listen to. That's the stuff that, you know, when I'm writing a song and maybe it doesn't work with either band, that's the kind of inspiration I get from. And that's the genesis for these songs is the fact that, you know, you're hearing a side of me that maybe you would have never expected, but it's actually the missing piece to a puzzle that I've been putting in music for you know, 20 years now. That brings me to my next question. Would you say this album brings you closer to creative fulfillment on a personal level? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, this is... I didn't realize how much I needed and wanted to do this until we got in the studio. And, dude, I mean, it was, it was such a blast doing this with these guys. It was so much fun just being able to, to not worry about anything and just to just kind of let, you know, just let it all out and just laugh and, and just play. And it, dude, it's, I haven't had this much fun since the first Slipknot album. Let's put it that way. Wow. I mean, it was just such a joyous vibe, almost like rediscovering my love for all this stuff, man. And, uh, 
yeah, it's just, it's just, I can't beat this feeling, man. My guest in the Hall Pass is Corey Taylor, excited for October 2nd and the release of Corey's debut album as a solo artist, CMFT. Our first taste of the new album are two very different tracks, again, showcasing that versatility I talked about. Black Eyes Blue and CMFT Must Be Stopped. I want to start with the latter featuring Tech 9 and Kid Bookie, and a video right. featuring countless cameos from some familiar faces. How much fun was that video to put together? Dude, that was... I mean, the song's a party anyway. Yeah. And I wanted the video to be a reflection of that, you know? I was... You know, I I kind of threw a curveball at my wife, and I said, can you uh, choreograph to this song in a week? And <laughs> she was like... She was like ah, I suppose, you know, I mean... <laughs> And she did, man. She got, you know, she got a bunch of her girls together, and they put something really cool together. Um, and then, you know, being able to have film crews in London and in Kansas City get Kid Bookie and get Tech Nine and really make something cool, and then having all of my, you know, we put the word out to people, some people who are my friends and some people who are just peers or whatever, to see who wanted to be involved in the video and man, the response was crazy. Like, I didn't realize how, like, how many people would respond. And I, I mean, it was very, very gratifying, man. Like, it was just such a cool feeling to, to know that like, a lot of people had my back. And yeah, it just, it just became this absolute blast. When it comes time to decide what you want to lead with in terms of your choice of single, what made Black Eyes Blue the right choice for you? That one, first of all, kudos for getting the name right, because like so, so many people start calling it Blue Eyes Black <laughs> and, and Blue something. I mean, it was like, I was just listening to people butcher the name, and oh. I was wincing every time I just go, <laughs> um, but anyway, Black Eyes Blue just felt like such an effortless single you know it just it was almost like the easy choice to be honest in a sea of choices that one felt like the one that had the the lightest feel the 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 sweetest chorus um the one that really kind of felt super different and just a great energy to it um and this and the song is sincere you know like i really wanted people to see uh, and really feel that with this album, anything's possible, you know, like it's, it's really going to take you on a ride because these two songs are such ends, like two different ends of the spectrum. And yet everything in between is really filled in. Yeah. It's, it's a cohesive album considering the versatility you're showing off song to song. Right. No two songs sound the same. That's probably my favorite part of the listen. You know, if you listen to it yeah. as a, as a whole, that's what you're, that's what you're in for. Yeah, absolutely. And that was, you know, that's, if, if you know me like you do, you know that that's what I strive for when I'm writing is I don't want, if I was going to just write the same goddamn song over and over and over, then I mean, what's the point of even trying to do something cool yeah. and trying to do something creatively, you know? So it's, it was really about sharing the joy that you get uh, not only from writing a good song, but then playing it back and watching people respond to it, man. That's what this whole album is. It's just a journey through that kind of 
exciting feeling. CMFT is the name of the album arriving on October 2nd. A couple of quick items before I let you go, Corey. The first one has been asked by a ton of your fans here in Central Iowa in regards to Slipknot's historic Iowa State Fair Show, which, by the way, we just passed the one-year anniversary of. (laughs) Jesus. Many noticed that the performance was being filmed. Do you know of any plan to put that out in any way, shape, or form in the future? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely talking about I know we were trying to do something with it, um, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure like what the plans are yet. But I, I do know that we have we definitely talked. We talked about doing a movie, um, so that you know I, I know that's definitely something that's still in the works. Um, I cannot believe it's already been a year. Yeah, that's insane. It really Jesus. is. Feels like just yesterday in a lot of ways, doesn't it? I know. I know. Last thing real quick. I know you got to get going, but my dear mother, whom you know very well, uh, well. wanted to make sure I said hello for her and her words, love those pipes, she said, and is (laughs) equally excited as we are for October 2nd and the release of CMFT. You know, I'm still trying to make up for the fact that I mooned your mother. You realize (laughs) this, and and I'm really... I'm really, really sure. I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy she still talks to me. The okay, further along we go, way. Corey, I feel like you've been scarred harder than my mom has. To be honest, I know. Oh, I was so mortified. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> One of the greatest stories of all time, and we've got a lot of them, don't we, buddy? We do. We we got way too many, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for me, man. I wish we could talk longer, but I get it, man. You got a lot of people to talk to today and spread the love about CMFT. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, love. All right. Give my best to the family, okay? You bet I will. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. There he goes. One of us, award-winning frontman of Slipknot and Stone Sour, multiple New York Times bestselling author, fighter of the nightman, champion of the sun, Mr. Corey Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. CMFT coming October 2nd. Cannot wait.